the EP podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the eppodcast.com. Enjoyed Friendsgiving. You did. Thank I you did. for coming to Friendsgiving. Uh, that was the first time you've ever done that before, and I thought it was nice because you know your your husband gave his his mother. You know she has to be in assisted living, right? And she really can't. I mean, I don't. She can't even really get out of bed right now, right? Or she doesn't move around very uh, well. She can't get out of a yeah. wheelchair. The rest of his family much. doesn't really live in Chicago. No, the rest of your family doesn't really live. No. In, doesn't live in Chicago. Just us. And you guys were like, we want to have Thanksgiving and. The food was great. Like when somebody tells me they want to have a holiday that they don't, they've never done before, I walk in with no expectations whatsoever. Right. I'm like, ah, food could all be terrible. Like they've never done this before. Like, <laughs> this is true. This it could, could be. It could be terrible. This could be really bad because it's a big deal to do those things. I know everybody's coming yes. out of Thanksgiving weekend, and nobody. Some people will be doing Christmas here in a few weeks for their family, and. That's a big deal to do that. And I remember the first time I cooked a turkey. I remember my father was like. All right, well, you know, generally what I do is I take the turkey and I put, like, butter underneath the skin and everything, and he was going through his whole process. And then I went out and bought a turkey that already had butter in it. Oh, smart. But I didn't realize that, so I shoved more butter in it. <laughs> and I had a Friendsgiving thing. I was living in California at the time, and people came over, and they were all like, oh, yeah, it's really good. And then later, after they got drunk, they were all admitting, like, that was, like, the most buttery thing I ever ate my yeah. entire life. I'm probably going to die. <laughs> so... I have that expectation. You guys did a great job. Oh, well, thank you so much. Yeah. Well, how much how much preparation went into that? Uh, about five, six hours the night yeah. before and then literally all day. So you Saturday. were white. Oh, I was and, white. And you were ready to party. And I got there late right. because the little guy, Nick, got sick. Yeah, all guy. the kids were going to go and he got sick. And I said, OK, I'll stay home with him. We're all friends, but you and Erica are like besties. And I was like, yeah. I was like, Hannah's over there working her butt off. I think she'd rather you show up so she has, like, her ally with her than, like, you stay home with Nick. So I was like, you go, I'll go later. So when my, you know, we want to let the other kids go to the party with everybody. Right. So when Audrey and Dominic got back, Audrey's 14, we're like, you're in charge, and we went back to the party. And I showed up at the party and got to see Drunk Hannah, nope. which is my <laughs> favorite thing. How that happened, I was, like I said, I was so busy with all the preparation. You, were you drinking as you were cooking? Is that what you were I doing? I didn't eat all day. <laughs> and then when dinner was served, uh, my little goddaughter was wanting to run and play downstairs. And she was asking me a ton of questions. So, you know, kind of like at your own wedding, you don't have time to sit down and eat the food at your own wedding. Right. I didn't have time to sit down and eat the food that I cooked. So really, I had like three bites of dressing, and that's all I had. So you didn't eat at no. your own party? No. That's but what I, got you, because, I mean. But I drank, and I didn't, I had a, a sausage right. biscuit for breakfast, and right. that was it. And then there was I'm a not, lot of wine. I'm not going to play the whole thing. That was a lot of wine. But there was video taken of you playing Cards Against Humanity. Yes. And the giggling. <laughs> when I am a billionaire, I shall erect. What? What's a defense statue to commemorate what? What are you doing? When you are a billionaire, you make your first billion. When you build the, the statue, what's it going to commemorate? I mean, put real thought into this. You have a billion dollars. What is your statue? I just want to hear you say what I put down. <laughs> I don't want to 
Andre the Giant one was the best because it was a dirty thing about Andre the Giant. All you heard was Andre the Giant. You I just saw, I saw you read the, the first part. thing and then you just were like Andre I, the Giant. I'm not going to read the, the dirty part. Right, it's right. just he's Andre the Giant. That's you don't need to add anything onto Andre the Giant. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> Now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street. Join myself and the Evergreen Park Recreation Department Candlelight Theater as we present, yeah, you heard that right, I'm a part of this, a one-night-only performance of a 1940s radio Christmas this Friday, December the 6th at 7.30 p.m. It is a fully staged mock old-time radio broadcast with Christmas music and classic comedy sketches. Tickets available at the Recreation Department, 3450 West 97th Street. They will go fast. That leads you into an incredible weekend here in the EP because the Dickens Christmas Festival is the very next day on Saturday the 7th. It'll be in and around the community center from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Santa Claus, Christmas train, trolley, music, crafters, refreshments, the EP podcast is going to be out there. It is all capped off by the tree lighting ceremony, 6 p.m. in Circle Park. It is all in the area of 97th and Homan. We will see you there. And Thanksgiving may be over, but do not forget about the Village Pantry. They are open from 9.30 in the morning till 1.30 p.m. every Friday. If you have an inquiry, meaning you need some help, or maybe you want to help out, call the OCS office, 708 422 8776. The EP podcast rolls on with an announcement of a contest winner. This past weekend on Saturday, the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce did their first ever caught red-handed shopping local raffle for people that were shopping in Evergreen Park on Saturday. And I have been asked to draw the name. So here we go. The winner of a $25 Walmart gift card for participating on Saturday from the Chamber of Commerce. Zulina Mason, you won. And that does not mean that shoppers still don't have a chance to win gift cards from the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce. If you have a receipt that shows that you shopped local, bring it to the Evergreen Park Culver's, the Evergreen Park Library, or the Evergreen Bank Group for a raffle ticket for each receipt. The more receipts you have, the more chances you win. They are going to be giving out gift cards all throughout December. A winner pulled every Friday by the Evergreen Park Chamber of Commerce. 
The EP Chamber of Commerce is giving away stuff for shopping local. We're giving away stuff for being good people of Evergreen Park. Our first winner on the way, right here on the EP Podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the EPPodcast.com. The hardest part about being injured is the recovery, especially physical therapy. Most physical therapy clinics schedule multiple patients at the same time. Those of us in Evergreen Park, though, have core fitness and physical therapy. Core gives you one-on-one care inside of a facility that's much more like a spa than a clinic. That allows them to treat the entire body, not just the symptoms. Core Fitness and Physical Therapy also offers Pilates mat classes as well as group equipment classes. They see athletes, postpartum moms, people with chronic conditions such as MS and Parkinson's, men and women. Whatever your need, give them a call today, 708-422-0990, or stop by their newly renovated and expanded facilities, 2940 95th Street in Evergreen Park. Experience something better at Core Fitness and Physical Therapy. We went and gave out our first prize for the good people of Evergreen Park. I want to take everybody on the journey with me because Marita nominated Chris. And Chris is like the guardian of the 9200 block of Sawyer. And I went and sat down in their kitchen to find out why Chris was nominated. First, I asked Marita. Then I had Chris. I go over to his garage where the guy works on like these old cars and everything like that. And they were really cool. And then I talked to Chris and they ended up with a gift. Let's take a listen. I am fortunate enough to catch up with Marita Collins. She is from Evergreen Park. We're sitting here at her kitchen table, and she reached out to the EP podcast for our Good People of Evergreen Park contest, and you nominated a man by the name of Chris Russell. Is that correct? That is correct. He is my significant other. So you nominated Chris, and you're like, what What does Chris do? Well, the first thing he does is that when there's any type of snow at all on the ground, he will immediately go out in the garage, fire up the snow blowers. He does the entire block, both sides. Whole block? Both sides. Up and down the street? Up and down, all the way, both sides. And if there's anybody who has little kids in their house, he makes sure that their driveways are done and their sidewalks and their steps and the seniors. And um, it kind of get also has gotten people to come out of their houses and participate. <laughs> Whereas in the past, uh, they would just leave their snow. So they see him and it like gets everybody else kind of moving. Yeah, it's kind of nice, you know, and then everybody's out there laughing, giggling and snow plowing and, you know, so that's one of the things that he does. Other things that he does is anybody on this block, actually even send him over to to Beverly. Uh, Moms of Beverly, if somebody says, I need some help with something, I'll send him over there and he goes and fixes things for people. He can fix anything, anything at all. So he's the guy who takes care of the 9,700 block of Sawyer. Like, that's what he does. This is his, this is his block. Absolutely. Yeah. This is it. And, you know, anything you need, he will, he'll do it. He'll do it. How long have you guys been on this block? How long here? Now, I've been here for 30 years. I uh, moved in in 1989. Um, Chris and I have been together for going on 19 years now. 
So you get to know your neighbors then, and you kind of start to feel like a responsibility to take care of uh, the people that are on the block, and it's still a close-knit block, huh? Absolutely. You know, like um, we have some um, parents that uh, have husbands that may travel, and mom's at home with the kids and need something done. Boom, Chris is right there to help them. Uh, you go on vacation and you need your garden watered. Chris will be over there watering your garden every day, making sure everything's all right. Um, the senior citizens that are on the block, they have a drawer that won't work or the dishwasher goes out. He's there. He'll fix it and he'll rewire it too if he thinks something's wrong. <laughs> you know, so he just takes care of everybody. That's really nice of him. And you know what? I, that's one of the things that we wanted to reward here with the good people of Evergreen Park. Because we know there's people like Chris that are out there that are helping people. And they're not looking for anything else in return. And I'm sure when I go talk to him now and give him his prize, he's going to be like, he'll be one of those people that are probably like, ah, oh, I don't need anything for what I do. And I, that, those are the people we want to reward. I think that's awesome. Well, he can do that, but he can also be very non-humble. <laughs> oh, now I can't wait to talk to him. <laughs> He's uh, quite a character. Yeah. Like I said, just roll with it. All right. All right. Well, thanks, Marita. I'm going to go meet Chris. Okay. Thanks, Chris. Look at all those people in this great suburb driving down 95th and Ked Z. What a great place. It's called Evergreen Park, but we know it better as the EP. We're known for more than just the Unabomber. Remember Ted Kaczynski? You guys might even remember that big old rooster on 95th Street. It's all part of EP's history. So listen up to the EP podcast. You might be asking why. Because we talk about all things and we celebrate all the great things in the 60805. It's the EP podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP podcast. Evergreen Park. This is a cool garage. I'm hanging out with Chris Russin here on Sawyer Avenue. And uh, I was told that. That you are one of the good people of Evergreen Park. Were you surprised when you found out that you that you won something? Yes. Really? There's usually good people and never noticed. <laughs> that is true. Sometimes, and that's what we wanted to do. We kind of wanted to recognize people that are doing nice things around the neighborhood. Why, why is it important to you to help take care of the people that you live around? That's the way I was taught when I, when I was a small boy. I mean, my mom and dad came from Europe during the war, and they were in concentration camps. They were able to be here as U.S. citizens, and they had a tough time struggling. And when you look at how mean people could be, especially when a war starts over, what person's just one idea and the whole world follows it, it, acts of kindness are never noticed. Just watch the news. There's no kindness on the news. It is rough right now. Oh, everything's rough. I don't. Anything on TV is a celebrity. Right. And if you want to be on TV, do something wrong. You'll be there tonight. Right. Right. Yeah. You'll it, be on. T you'll be on TV tonight. It's easy to get popular. Do something bad. Do something bad. <laughs> right. The last real good guy that walked this earth, they got rid of him at 33 years old. Jesus. So, Chris, I want to give you $50 from Unidad, a Latin kitchen and bar. Oh, that's a new place down the street. No. Oh, yeah. No, I remember when it was a jewelry store. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're going to love this Oh, place. my God. Okay, so, yeah, Thank that you one, so that's much. For you. Okay, and that's for all the good things that you do. And I want you to go in there. Sal and Jamie, the owners, are both from Evergreen Park. Okay. Okay. They, 
they heard that we were doing this contest and I was just going to be giving out like, you know, prizes I was going to get. And they turn around and are like, no, 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 we want to help with this because they also are big community people and they want to make sure that they got something for, yeah. for the people that were Thank doing good you. things. So that is from them. And uh, you go take the missus. You know, have have a nice margarita at the at the bar, and oh, she loves that. They got some incredible <laughs> food there, and and make an evening. Good, good, wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, it's almost to the point, like you know, to go out to dinner is like, and you know, usually if I go out to dinner, I bring someone with me, but you need to eat too. Yeah, I'm Polish. My mom and dad says everything. My, if you saw my mom, you came through the house. You right away. You want a ham sandwich? <laughs> you want a ham sandwich? How about it? And then all of a sudden, we'll be we were doing my mom and dad's air conditioning. This is I don't know, thirty years ago. So the, the heating air guy came with me, and I knew we went downstairs in the basement. We came back up like a half hour later just to see what we were, you know, need to talk about. And my mom, I don't know where she got it, but there was a spread on the table. Right. Kawumkis, Polish sausage, ham, bakery goods. I go, that all came from that refrigerator? Oh, you went over to my grandparents' house. There was always a cake that was sitting someplace in case an unknown company showed on up. On that stand, right? right? They, they with were the ready lid on with it. the lid on top with of it. With the lid on right. it. Right. We, if we instituted that in my house, though, I would eat the cake before company made it over. You know what else is missing today? <laughs> what? Doilies. Yeah, there's no doilies. Nobody does doilies? God, I remember doilies. And I've noticed I've been helping a lot of people at houses and stuff, especially the older ones. They used to have those silver spoons hanging on the wall. Tell yeah. me about every state or whatever they did. Yeah. And they would ask me, can you clean these up and then shoot them with clear lacquer or something like that? I said, yeah, not a problem. Now I don't even see those. You don't see those little collectors or anything like and that. And those curio cabinets are in the corners. Yeah. You know how you used to have yeah, those yeah. porcelain yeah, yeah. things like that? The young generation doesn't want that no more. And I, I could see why. Why did you have this in the first place? Chris and I are going to be on a mission, I think, to bring all those things back. I want doilies. I want cakes in underneath glass. Okay. I, I'll even take the corner things with the, the weird knickknacks. I'll take those as well. I just met a guy yesterday. He came over to buy some old tools that somebody was giving to me. I was just giving to him. And I says, he was the same age as I am, and he grew up around this place. I said, you, and he worked for Midway Airport. I says, he goes, how old are you? I says, 62. I says, I remember when airplanes had propellers. <laughs> right? I remember when airplanes had propellers. Congrats, Chris. Thank you so much. I mean, it's, it's a delight to meet you. Companies that offer insurance at low prices may not cover what you need, just what you paid for. Cutting your auto insurance coverage could end up costing you thousands in the end. Mike Thauer at Country Financial offers what cut rate insurers cannot, peace of mind. Mike's a lifelong resident of Evergreen Park with his offices right at 3923 West 95th Street in the EP. Mike has policies that stand up to life's challenges and protect what you value most. He'll help you make a smart decision, not a costly one. Call Mike Thauer, your local country insurance representative, 708-425-1559, and protect what matters most. Policies issued by Country Mutual Insurance Company, Country Preferred Insurance Company, or Country Casualty Insurance Company, Bloomington, Illinois. You know what I like the most, Anna? What? I like that they were right in the wheelhouse for what I wanted to do for the good people of Evergreen mm -hmm. Park. They were perfect. Because they're perfect for, because, you know, they're selfless. He was in shock that he got something. And that's the best. He just thought I when was coming so over. Humble. Yeah, he was. And then he was just like, he, you could see him. Like he, afterwards, when I turn off everything, he's like, I didn't need anything. Like, this is, this is what I believe is the right thing to that, do. That just confirms that he deserved it. Right, exactly. And, you know, first of all, I want people to nominate. You can nominate yourself. You can nominate a family member. You can nominate some stranger. You can 
If you see somebody randomly do something, tell me. And if I see somebody or Hannah sees somebody randomly doing something or we observe something, we may award it as well. We have more that we want to give away here during this holiday season for people that are doing good things in Evergreen Park. But what he said, like some of the stuff that we were talking about, just the idea that the world is a rough place right now. Like it is just ugly. Like people argue with each other over everything. And his thing is like, we should just, like, you know, take care of the people around you. Right. Stop being so confrontational. Stop trying to find something to argue with people. Is he, is he even on social media? No, he isn't. And see, that's that, that, see, that shows a lot of, of his character. He had no idea. He had, he had never listened to the show. Marita listens to the show. But he, he, he doesn't have anything to do with any of that stuff. To mm-hmm. him, he's like, this is the way the world should be. I don't understand why the world is right. bad. Yeah. And I wouldn't be on social media if I didn't have to promote the podcast mm-hmm. and the network that I do. I, I kind of have to be on it. You do. But I don't like being on it. And I really want to be more like Chris because that's the way it should be. And, you know, first of all, you shouldn't be arguing with your neighbor over like it shouldn't be your your neighbor has one viewpoint politically and you have another one. So you're just never going to speak to each other. You know, that's what that's what Facebook has done now. Yes. You, somebody says something that's different from your belief system. They're the enemy. And you block them. Or you silence them so you never have to see anything to do. Now you miss out on all the stuff that made you like them in the first place because you don't like a couple of things that they said politically. First, I think nobody should ever put politics on social media ever. Nope. Just stop doing Leave it. Leave it it's out. It's dumb. No, you're not changing anybody's mind. Everybody's got their mind set. Nothing you're going to post is going to make people want to change their mind. But but then also just the idea that like you're inundated with bad things all the time. You've seen this thing with this 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 grandfather that accidentally dropped. Yes, his, his, his granddaughter out yes. of a window. Yes, and on a on a cruise ship. Yes, how and horrible he has he, to feel. He was colorblind, and he thought that there was a closed window, mm-hmm. and he let her lean out while he was holding her mm-hmm. to to tap on the window in the cruise ship, and there was no window, and she falls through to yeah. her death, and he watches her fall from like the top of the cruise ship to the bottom. It's a horrible story. The problem is that story has been out now for like eight months. This happened like eight months ago. Yeah. And yesterday, I'm just flipping through trying to see what's going on in the world. And they've got an interview with him crying. Why did it come up again? On like every website. Because they're just trying. They recycle these things to try to get you. And then it's like, click this link to see the security footage of a toddler falling off. And I'm like, why would would I click on that? Someone at work was talking about this. And I said, that happened over the summer. Yeah. Why? And they dredge these things up. And, 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 And I always try to tell people, and this is one of the reasons why I don't do radio anymore. Because I didn't like the direction it was going in. I was going to things after 9-11 where they were telling people, you know, tragedy equals ratings. And if you could find a way to keep people watching or listening with your tragedy stories, you actually do better than anything else. And this was an open thing that was being discussed amongst broadcasters. It was a way of, and they actually specifically told like AM radio stations and all news stations these, this is how you get ratings because before 9-11, they weren't doing very well. Mm-hmm. And when something bad happened, they were like, so now they always have to create something. And if yes. they don't have something that day, they're like, go back in the vault and find that thing with the kid that fell with the grandfather. Do we have any video of him crying? Yes. Somebody call him up on the phone and have him relive it again for the thousandth time. Maybe we'll get a few page clicks. This stuff is terrible. And that's why I don't talk about that stuff on the podcast normally. Mm-mm. You know, I brought it up today, but I mean, like go back through all the shows. We don't do that because no. you don't need that kind of stuff. That's why the EP podcast exists, and that's why we're doing the good people of Evergreen Park thing. It's thirty that's minutes. Be of on my good. soapbox, Anna. Thirty minutes of good. But that's I mean, like I, 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 I try not to get upset 
and like start yelling on this show. I don't want to. I don't want to be that. I've never. There's I, plenty of it out there. So, but you wanna, I see, You want to break from all that? Right. We're here for you. But but I see. But I meet Chris and I meet Marita. They welcome me in their into their home. They're like, what? You want something to drink? You want whatever? They they, they had this old dog that was there that was very interested in me. They're Aww. like, here, you feed the dog. Then he'll stop. You know, she'll stop begging you. And I sit there in their kitchen. Like it was really. We talked for like five minutes. But we spent like a half hour hanging out with each other. And they're complete strangers. And they're just good people. And I was sitting there talking to them. And you know what? I've never met them before in my life. And they're, they're like, you know, you got to find the good in people because there's terrible people that are out there. Yeah. And there's terrible things. And not all people are bad, but we're, we're meant to feel like everybody is bad. And I just, you know, I just came from sitting there and talking with them before I got in front of the microphone. And I just kind of had like this feeling like, you know, I wanted to say that. All right. I spent too much time. I got my blood pressure up now. <laughs> Calm down. This is why I have a this is why I have a bar in my basement. I have to take a sip. Hold on a second. <laughs> Sing with gladness, tis the season. Let your heart be filled with cheer. Light the candles, hang the holly. Christmas Day is almost here. Sing with gladness, tis the season. Let your heart be filled with cheer. Light the candles, hang the holly. Does your financial advisor actually take time to listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? Why worry about those things when Tom Walsh is nearby? He's your local Edward Jones financial advisor. He works with you, focusing on what's important to you. He uses an established process to create personalized financial strategy. And he partners with you to help your strategy stay on track. Listen, families in South Chicagoland have been benefiting from Tom's get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values for over 18 years. Contact my close personal friend and also a fellow Brother Ice alumni, Tom Walsh. He's your local Edward Jones advisor, located in Mount Greenwood, right outside of the EP at 111th and Kedzie. Member SIPC. You heard the mayor last week, I would yes. assume. Yes, that was really good. I, I enjoyed was, having so him I'm so glad on. he took time for that. He's a really nice guy, and, and uh, it was nice of him to sit down with me and, and talk. There's some leftover audio that I just kind of wanted to share with you, because it was towards the end, we were sitting down, and he knows it was recorded, so we were just sitting around chatting, okay? Because there was a point where I told him, actually, if you listen all the way to the end of the show, after like the final song of the show, you hear the clip where I'm like, that's it, we're done. Like, I just kind of like threw that in there. So, and then I just turned off the microphones and, you know, we sat around chit chat and everything like that. He's a nice guy. 
But there was some audio towards the end that I hadn't used. I just didn't have room for it. And we have a guest coming up on the show here. If it's not next week, it's going to be the week after that. Dan Maloney. Now, here's a local guy who is running for judge. And I'm not having him on to talk about, really, his campaign. Like, if he gets a little bump from it, fine. I just find it interesting whenever I could talk to somebody, like, that I don't understand what they do. So mm-hmm. I don't understand the whole idea of running for a judgeship. Yeah. And what goes into that set different from what's being a politician. Because I'm one of those guys that always goes along and I just go, just vote all the judges out, bring in new ones. I don't know why. <laughs> like, this guy's up for election. I'm like, get him out of there. Like, I... <laughs> Get out. I mean, like, right? I mean, like, you get that whole list when you're in the ballot box. You're like, I'm going to tell there's like 25 judges. I don't and you're think like, I've ever I don't made care. an educated no. vote for a judge. I go ever. along, I'm like, we're keeping them all this year. Then another year, I'll be like, you know, we're getting rid of them all this year. Like, I'm just arbitrary judge voter. And so I'm curious about the whole thing. But the other thing is the fact that Danny had a big moment here on the South Side, and it was with Mayor Sexton's son. And we're going to ask Danny about it when he comes on. I call him Danny because his friends call him that. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's running under Danny. He's running under Dan or (laughs) Daniel. Okay. But I talked to Mayor Sexton about it. I thought it was kind of funny. And I'm going to play it now because it'll kind of lead into the idea that we're going to be talking to Dan very soon. Jimmy was one year older than me at Brother Rice. There you go. You know, I didn't know him very well, your son. Okay. But I knew he was one year older than me, and I was at the game where he stepped in front of a future NFL player and a future NBA player and tipped the ball away to win a sectional championship. Down with McNabb and, uh, and uh, Antoine Walker. Antoine Walker. I was at that. They had yeah. Willie Jones. That was a big ticket. <laughs> it was the only high school game I seen where they were scalping tickets. They were getting like a hundred bucks a ticket. Yeah, that was. That, I remember showing up for that thing. That so that I was, was thinking about not going in and getting a hundred bucks. <laughs> But I didn't, think, the best. I didn't think I didn't think Jimmy would ever forgive me, or better yet, his mother wouldn't forgive me. <laughs> that would have been that been pretty bad with the way that that thing finished. If you would have said, good, "Well, I yeah. scalped her for a hundred dollars," you couldn't. You can never. You can never replay that. <laughs> D- Judge Danny Maloney, I know, was the one that made this shot after that block, a three pointer. I couldn't believe when he pulled up for the three. I sat there and I thought to myself. Like, I remember in real time as a sta- as somebody in the stands thinking, well, we're tied. Like, that was the first thing I thought. Like, what a long-range shot. But he just must have just felt it. Like, he, he just might, he yeah. just set up and felt what he was. He, he might have heard me yelling from the 20th row, shoot it, shoot it, <laughs> shoot the goddamn thing. <laughs> and Danny put it up, and in it went. He's running for a judge here in the he, third sub-circuit. He's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks. He will be a wonderful, wonderful judge. He's been a state's attorney, uh, a Notre Dame grad. Take that for what it is. I know there's a lot of – I'm a Notre Dame fan. I know there's a lot of – folks that aren't, but Danny will make a tremendous judge in the Third Circuit. That's Mayor Sexton. If you missed that show last week because of the short Thanksgiving week, go check it out. It's always there. All the shows are always there. They're on demand, very easy to find. As I mentioned, Dan is expected to come on the show in the coming weeks. Also coming up this month, somebody else that you heard that was an old recording of the Evergreen Park Madrigal Choir. We expect to have those kids in here from EP High School very soon to sing for us again this holiday season. And we have more people we want to reward this holiday season for being the good people of Evergreen Park. Nominate through social media at the EP Pod on Twitter or Instagram, the EP Podcast page on Facebook 
or just give us a call and leave a message, 708-459-8406. Have a good week. Don't stress too much about getting the decorations up and everything perfect right away. You have time. At least that's what I keep telling my wife when she keeps asking why the lights are not up yet outside. So please don't put yours up yet because I don't want to be the last guy. Seriously, stop. I can't be last. I'm taking enough flack over here as it is. Knock it off. Fine, I'll race you to the top of the roof. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Launcher. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at the eppodcast.com.